Hey, Lindsay. What do you want to smoke tonight? Oh, well, I am interested in smoking a joint of the Oregon Silver Haze. Awesome. Because I have one right here, right now. And uh, what do we know about this Oregon Silver Haze? Well, we consulted a website, our standard website, when we remember to do these things and follow up on giving everybody information. Um, we... Oh, so the Oregon Silver Haze is a 90% sativa and a 10% indica. Okay. It comes from a silver haze crossed with a Northern Lights skunk. Ooh. And it's supposed to taste a grassy citrus and kush with a touch of haze upon exhale. This is what I was telling you about the other day. I actually specifically had to words. quote that from the website because I was just telling you the other day <coughs> last week that sometimes I hear these, like, people give me reviews and I feel like you read it on a website and, like, what does that mean, right? Like, a grassy citrus. Well, I can say that sound, that that's a good description. But it tastes, it like, tastes like a haze on exhale. That's that what, doesn't make any sense to me. And like in it any tastes way. like a cush. Like isn't aren't most what is things haze cushes taste well, like? Well, oh well, what is it's so cush? the silver haze. I think gotcha. that's the okay. thing. Like the haze and the cush is specific terpenes. Right. That are no, I think you're them, right. right. But what terpenes but I don't, are they? I don't know. I don't know, and I actually... Maybe it's awesome in haze for, like, almost like a eucalyptus minty. Oh, they I did say know. this was could maybe minty. Eucalyptol is an actual terpene, too. Actual. Oh. So, uh, what'd you call it? Ostamine? Cineol? 1-8-Cineol is also eucalyptol, actually, when you see that on things. So that was the review on that, and this is supposed to be uplifting... This strain is also supposed, that was one of the descriptions, was uplifting, which <clears throat> I'm like, as we, I'm not a sativa smoker really ever. This when she said that she has some Oregon Silver Haze, I was like, word. And I was pretty excited because that's one of the few sativas that I do like, and I'm shocked that it's 90% sativa. Yeah, and then that's just where sativas get a bad rap because... The ones that are too energetic make you feel paranoid and racy, and then there's these one, you know, these types of sativas that are really more targeted to calm your anxieties and paranoias, oh, and you know, a little bit more in that euphoric calming effect. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard, especially as being a bud tender, when you're trying to sell something to someone and they're like, hey, I don't want anything that gives me anxiety. I need to chill out, but I need to function during my day. So it's like, you try and sell them a sativa, they're like, well, I don't want anything too racy. And then that's where, but it's calming, but it's euphoric. And they're like, well, I don't want to fall asleep. And it's like, but I, mm -hmm. I mean like this kind of calming. So it kind of goes back to what you were saying. We're like, I don't know what that means. Because... Mm -hmm. I can describe something in the way that I feel it, and they might interpret it the wrong way. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then I'm backtracking. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, really, I mean this in the way that this is what you're looking for. At least try yeah. it. I don't know. No, this, at least try And we always talk about, like, for this person can, is different. Something will react for this person differently than it will react for this for sure. person. And, like, this person might get anxious with this stream. This person doesn't. So, like, so, like, what you really have to do is just try stuff. And if you don't like it, then you're out. I've been suggesting highly to a lot of my customers who are kind of particular. Like, they're like, well, something about that is particular. not good for me. Right? And yeah. not everybody is that way. Some people are just like, oh, give me a sativa. Yeah. Or go, oh, give me your favorite indica or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, and for those that are more particular, that is fine. But, like... Taking notes is so key when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. I think it's key right now for people that are looking for something specific. They're going to find what they're looking for in many different varieties of strains. Mm -hmm. It could be sativas. It could be hybrids. It could be indicas. Mm -hmm. And it could be all different times of the day, even. Mm -hmm. Or, like, 
maybe there's one terpene in particular that is not okay for you. Like, you mm-hmm. found that in everything you're smoking. Like, every note is key. Even writing the, even writing THC, I tell people, like, even though THC is not a super good gauge of your marijuana, but if you're taking notes of the strain, the terpenes, and the THC, oh, and then you can compare everything and you can look at what you loved, and you can look at what you hated, and you can look at what the correlation is. Mm-hmm. Is it is it this THC number? Is mm-hmm. it this terpene? Mm-hmm. You know, is it or sativas even, only or indicas only? Yeah, or something you know. Or even like the strains. So like I have this experience with this particular strain. Do you think I should say it? Yep. Okay. So there's these strains. Sorry, I had to ask for permission because I wasn't sure if we wanted to like shit talk any of this. Oh, I don't um, care. I don't think it's, it's shit talking either. Yeah, I think it's opinion. But um, so there's like these chem dogs that everybody grows. Even they were everywhere in Oregon. They're everywhere in Washington. They're crossed in a lot. And yeah, no, they're crossed a in a lot. There's a bunch of anything that has like chem somewhere in it or, or like dog. dog some yeah, or like a dog somewhere in it is probably some strain. Like I know there was like an after chem and a after burner and there's like a couple of different variations that people did. Yeah, and the thing is, there's super high THC. They it like always if they don't high. come to out if chem dogs if any sort of chem strain comes out under 30%, like, I would be shocked. Or, like, high yeah. 20s, like, low 30s. Like, that's really I've what the chems come out. I've seen Stardog come in as low as 22% before. Me too. And still be bomb. Yeah, Almost totally. better I like at 22%. Like, I think Stardog's maybe the only one of these dog strains that I don't hate on. But that's because it's crossed with, like, white or something that it's I like really like. It's, like... Sensi Star, exactly. something okay. Star, yeah, it could be White Star, because I think you're onto something, because of the look of it, because it yeah, gets, yeah. like, white yep, those crystal crystals delicious. inside, yeah. so mm-hmm. it, like, gets that name with the stars, mm-hmm. but, anyways. Um, but, so <laughs> these ones are, like, super high-potency strains, every, like, if anyone goes in somewhere and asks a bud tender, like, give me the highest THC, like, you'll probably get some sort of variation of chem dog, right. like, depending on the store. I seriously have tried to smoke it so many times during the years, and no matter what, they don't get me high. And this is, like, even the variance of the dog. I think Star Dog, now that you said that, I never put that together, but Star Dog is one of the only ones that does get me high. But, like, I've smoked an Alpha Dog that hasn't gotten me high. I've smoked a Raw Dog that hasn't gotten me high. And they're 32% THC. And so, like, that stuff should be getting you high. But that just goes to tell you that numbers don't matter. Right. And, I, I, like, I think that's a personal thing with the chem dogs. I don't know if that happens to a lot of people, but like I think it's I the numbers that happens. Thing. I think that's why people like it, right? Mm. I will say though, for me, that it's the dog crosses that are the most effective. Okay. Chem dog on its own, disappointing every mm. time. I've always tried it. Like, mm. oh, this has got to be good, right? Because it looks good. Because all these good. crosses that I like yeah. are good. Yep. Like a lot of. Well, I'm not. We're not naming companies, but a lot of one of my favorite companies, their strains are all different crosses of Chem Dog. Oh, like almost every strain, I realized. I wonder. That makes me wonder if Chem Dog is like a robust plant that people are Probably. like crossing the Chem for like. Well, and think the about the numbers production game. or the numbers. Yeah. Totally. So I they're like, that. hey, if we cross this awesome strain that doesn't test very high with yep. a strain that tests high, ooh, we're mm-hmm. onto something right now, Linz. Yeah, just, we are. This we're, wasn't this even in our notes. News. <laughs> we weren't even going to talk about this. We're talking about true crime later. Yeah, actually, our topic tonight is true crime. But we so we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, right. We just got off on this like 10 minute tangent talking about the reefer. I mean, if we have to, we can crop it down. Mm-hmm. Because we actually have a lot to cram into this episode, yeah, don't we? Do. we? Well, Anywho. I was actually just thinking we might have to, like, 
break the because you we were even talking about revisiting this on next we week's episode because I have to watch something on Netflix because I'm not familiar. We like last minute decided to do this and I'm not familiar with one of the cases That's okay. really. We've got a good episode. I did. Yeah, but we have like I did a little bit of research and then I wanna watch this thing and we're thinking about talking about it next week or in the next couple weeks because we have another show planned that can maybe be really fun. Yep. But so if we don't get through all of this, it's okay, is the moral of the story. So moral of the weed story Moral of the weed story is just try shit, and if you don't like it, sorry. Just get a gram. They're not that expensive. Yeah. I, uh, and also remember, we're smoking the Oregon Silver Haze. <laughs> yeah, we're And we're going to come Oregon back Silver to Haze. see how we feel yeah, later. Yeah, we're going to remember. I At think the this is going this. pretty okay. So... But we'll see in an hour. So, Linz, we haven't gotten to talk about true crime yet on the podcast. And it's my and favorite. Totally it's my to. favorite topic, you guys. It really is. At the end of the day, I love talking about Teen Mom and I love talking about weed and but I love true crime. So yep. here we go. This yeah. has been talked about a lot lately. A lot. Because yeah. they just re released the staircase. Oh yeah. So everyone's talking about it. All the podcasts and the people and the Twitters and the everybody's. And so The Staircase is a movie. This is something I'm not very well versed in this either. I'll All right. tell the audience and you. And so let me tell, can I tell you what I know about The Staircase? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Lindsay gets to you tell you over. and then I get to <laughs> well, you're blow gonna, everyone's mind for just mind. a few minutes. We're not going to go too, too, too deep, I don't yeah. think. Well, you can watch it, right? I mean, anyone can yeah. watch it. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, on yeah. Netflix. Oh, I'm not going to give anything away. Well, I'll just give away I my I mean, whatever. Spoiler alert. Opinions. There may be a spoiler yeah. alert I mean, if you're concerned for the rest of that. the show. So, like, <laughs> you should probably think. Or skip that. ahead if you have to. I don't know. Just go watch these documentaries. Not all of yeah. them are going to be super well, accessible. Well, and we're going to give, give you, like, a 10 minute synopsis of, for example, the staircase is like. A 13 episode series yeah, that's long. on Netflix right now and so like we're gonna talk about it for like 10 minutes and we might ruin it but like someone else might take something away from that exactly because like, this is all opinion yeah this is I'm all not opinion. I don't have notes even in front of me I just think I know a lot so anyways Lindsay that. can I know what okay. you know about yeah the totally so I'm gonna admit to our audience too I found it unwatchable it's from 2005 it looks super shitty the guy in it was not super awesome he would I think you described him as a creepo or some or something earlier when we were kind of talking about it and so totally agree with that that he was totally a creepo um but I found it unwatchable after three episodes, and so I asked my brother to ruin it for me, and he told me the end of the show and said that he too was disappointed in it, but at least we'll get to the end of it. So what I know is, I would also like to say, I do not watch, to put this in perspective about my level of shittiness, I do not watch Game of Thrones because I think Game of Thrones looks shitty. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just putting that in per- that whole little rant right there in perspective. <laughs> um, oh, so this guy pushed his wife down the stairs, and he—that's what he's a rich man. I imagine the house looked fairly large. Um, rich man pushes wife down the stairs. There's a lot of blood. He ends up getting convicted of murdering her. And then he gets released from prison because they overturned his... One of the experts that they had was skewing, which is why I have something to say about experts when we hit that part. Okay. Because I watched the Unabomber, too, and they brought up the whole idea of experts in that movie also. I didn't and watch so, that it was really good, actually. You totally Netflix? should. It is. It is. It, you told it me is. That. Yeah, it was really good. Um, what is it called? It's called Unabomber. U N A B O M B A R. I'll just remember that. Yeah, I mean, you probably remember that. <laughs> the um, 
even in real time. I just don't know a lot about the Unabomber. Me either. No, I was really young. Like, I remember it happening, right? I just, like, like, hear about it, but I don't really know about it. No. Yeah. Me too. I remember Oklahoma City bombing in real time, too. I remember, like, seeing the pictures when I was young and that. But the Unabomber was a little bit before that, and Mm. so I think I was a little young for that. Oh, so the guy pushed, back to the story, the guy pushed his wife down the stairs, and then he went to jail, and then he got out of jail because of expert opinion was overturned. And that is, oh yeah, and there's an owl theory, which I don't know what it is, but when I read a website, they mentioned it, and I was like, that is interesting. That's what makes this case, I think that's what makes this case an interesting one. Was that owl theory the like the case the defense presented as the reasonable alternative to like him murdering her yeah okay that's what they end up doing yeah okay no i just like i don't i I haven't even gotten to that point in the documentary but i will start by saying i already watched this documentary and (laughs) i watched it a long time ago it was probably in like 2006 or eight or something honestly because mm. I got the DVDs on Netflix when Netflix only did DVDs yeah one right. at a time one at a time two or three episodes at a time Ship I watched the staircase the, the original true crime documentary series like I, I would still want to say was like one of the original original yeah it was Forensic it was still files like has been on since the 90s but I know, but that's different. That true crime? No, that's okay. not like a documentary series because that's not covering one story. You're right. It covers multiple right. stories. But yeah, okay. fucking, I love, I love friends. I love friends. There's voice something is so comforting calming. about watching friends. So messed wild. up. We're so messed up. I feel his voice. Always Everyone like agrees though. So there's like files. something yeah. about there's something well, to I this. I think girls agree because <clears throat> my husband thinks it's weird that I fall asleep li- listening to that because I'm watching like. How to murder somebody. He's viewing it like I'm falling asleep watching how to murder people, right? right? But, like, I'm viewing it as, like, he has this calming voice and it's just something that's stable in the background. Exactly. I don't know. But I don't think boys like... But every girl I've known who watches the, the... Who loves the true crime has, liked. But my boy sample size is two. And my girl sample size is maybe, like, ten people who I've talked about this with who agree with me. (laughs) Sorry, that means I've asked that many people. That's science talk. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, people. okay. You're like, what is the sample size? So. Okay, sorry. Where was I going to go from Oh, here? well, you were just I'm, starting. I'm going to go into the staircase. Yeah, now. we're doing the staircase. So, <clears throat> I am re-watching it. I'm kind of like sitting down and also having it in the background because they're they are just going over the whole original documentary and Mm -hmm. then they're gonna get into i am assuming gonna get into the new stuff i'm hoping Mm -hmm. because that's kind of why i'm sticking it through Mm -hmm. i know a lot about this story already Oh yeah. My personal uh, opinion stuff in the last couple episodes is that he is guilty as sin. Okay. Uh, I think he's really guilty. I think his personality is off. I think everything about it is just slightly off. Even the fact that his daughters weirdly... They seem like they have like a weirdly close relationship with him. Not even just like supportive of him, but like weirdly... For adults, too weird. And they're not his real daughters, they're his adopted daughters, and that's the other reason I think he's guilty, because he has another, there's another woman in his life in the past that died falling down the stairs the same way, and then he adopted her children, because they were close, close friends, and Mm -hmm. their father had died, and they didn't have any more parents, and they want, she wanted Michael Peterson to adopt them if something had happened to her. Him and his girlfriend or wife. And shockingly, something happened to her. And then she falls down the stairs, and then now he has these girls. And I don't know, to me it just seems like a little bit, like he has, he has that personality of like being manipulative. Like he thinks everything's really funny, he laughs everything off. He's like, this can't be serious. He seems like he's acting all the time. Like he seems Mm. like he's a stage actor. 
and I'm not buying it. I was going to ask, are these people, um, were they, because they were in Europe, I'm going to ask, the, because I did watch three episodes, I did watch three episodes, mm-hmm. okay, so like I know a little bit. They were military people in, that were in Europe, correct? So these I are think like that Michael military. Peterson was in the military okay. at one point. I thought that they said that other guy was too. Maybe he was. Maybe that's how they were close with the family. I think it that is. That probably is. I'm okay. not remembering the details of that part. But I understand. You're that probably right about that. that. It makes perfect sense. Okay. <sighs> I'm just trying, I'm trying to put all the pieces together from what I yeah. have seen already. Well, so then I haven't gotten to the owl theory, but I remember the owl theory very well. It's not just this documentary I've seen. I've seen the 48 hours. I've seen the forensic so files. Should, I've like, seen everyone. We should, like, vaguely tell them what happened before okay. we get to an owl theory. So, okay. like, this oh, yeah. lady right, falls right, right. down the so stairs. So she does. She falls... So she allegedly falls down the stairs. He calls 911. He hangs up a couple times. Again, sounds like he's acting the whole time. Um, he he was crying a lot. I remember hearing that 911 call and being like, wow, he is a blubbering idiot. Uh, it still sounded really No, total, fake to me, no it what to a fake extent. Oh, okay. I'm agreeing yeah, with yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Sorry. Gonna, no, that's okay. No, just, but <laughs> so, uh, so he calls 911. Um, so another thing is she falls down the stairs and there's blood everywhere. There's so much blood. And, like, do you fall down the stairs and bleed that much? Like, you'd have to catch something or hit, and hit something that was protruding for an odd reason and then... Uh, so what I have to say about that is I didn't see the actual thing, but I have actually fallen down the stairs a lot of times in my life. If you knew me, you would know. I have a gash on the side of my leg from the railing edge. Okay, but three separate gashes no, well, in your I'm, skull from, like, through to your I don't your think skull. blood is outrageous, but those three was weird. Yeah, it's three separate. It's yeah. not even, like... And well, it was three... Wasn't it more than that? Wasn't it, like, three clusters of Some, them? Something. I don't okay. have, you know, I don't... Yeah. I don't feel like all that detail is necessary, but I don't have it in front of me. Well, I thought the interesting I mean, it's necessary, thing, but, like... No, totally, and I... I didn't have it in front of me. To agree, it's just because, like I said, I just watched these three episodes, but what stood out to me, so I thought it was interesting, this is what I noted from this, too, and I... I, like I said, I stopped watching. I don't really, I don't know if he did it or not. Like, I agree with you that it seemed like he was acting the whole time. And I'll probably uncover other things as we talk about stuff. Um, but I thought it was interesting that there were, like, gashes at different angles mm-hmm. on her head that they were saying were made at the same time. Yeah. Be- and, but, like, that it didn't split. There was, like, there was splitting places mm-hmm. where that happened. But, like... There was a part, yeah, I thought that was interesting, and I wasn't sure how to interpret that on it as a finding. I, I don't, I, like, probably not down the stairs, but, like, it's really weird that it was made at the same time and, yeah. like, different... Well, and you say you've fallen down the stairs many things. a times, but there's yeah. never pools of blood. No, yeah, there's not. Even you gashed your leg open and there's not pools of blood spurting up the walls. Like, up the walls. Yeah, no, The whole bottom of the stairs, you Mm. know? That is, there's, there's really no explanation for that. Yeah, well, so they say when they got there, the blood was already drying on the walls Mm. and spots and stuff, and so that's odd as well. I mean, how long Mm. was she there how long was this you know how long did it take them to get there was that long Mm -hmm. enough for it to get start drying in these spots or was it like too much dry blood Mm -hmm. i don't know no totally i don't know but the gashes are weird too because there's also there was also no skull fractures yeah usually in like she didn't have any broken bones did she which is actually what was also surprising about a fall autopsy yeah about the fall because i would have broken bones or bruises especially if there's spurting blood up the walls. Yeah, like, you didn't, you like, didn't head just... dive into a railing, <laughs> you know? Like, jump off the top step and, like, She's head like, dive into a railing. She's like, let's see if I can do this. Yeah. 
totally. little See, lady. My mind, see, my mind's even changing as we're sitting here talking this out and discussing, because it's also interesting the different things that we took away from it, too. And so we can kind of elaborate right? on it. Sorry, so then, that's a lot of fun for me right now. So then <laughs> I don't think there's really much more to add, right? I mean, go watch it. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot. It's 13 yeah. oh, wait, episodes. The owl. But Tell I'm going to get into the owl. The owl. Oh, that's okay. what I was just oh. going to yeah, totally. Get into. Because with these gashes, this is where this owl theory comes. Because they are very odd. <laughs> Good job, Oregon I know. Silver Haze. Good job, Oregon Silver Haze. That's why I'm just, like, screaming. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if it's loud, too, because we have all the windows it open. So it's hot. too hot. So, so it might be a little bit of a little bit noisy background episode, but we're trying here, guys. Sorry. Yeah, it's so. We're, work, we're working on it. Pretty soon we're going to start doing it in forts so that it sounds better. <laughs> we're going to try. We're going to try. I know. It, that's going to get hot, too. Kenny is offended, for sure. Kenny is offended that I'm telling everybody tree forts. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, forts is a lot more fun than, like, put blankets up around you to record <laughs> your podcast so it sounds better. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's funnier to say, like, he wants us to podcast from a fort. <laughs> We're going to do it. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. But so what happened. And then he... So the owl theory. They arrest him. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You skipped the owl theory. The owl theory is that because these lacerations on her head have no skull fractures, because they are odd, like there were parts where they could peel up... Oh, this is so gross. But they could peel up parts of her scalp. Mm -hmm. And like where they intersected, right? Mm -hmm. Like you were saying. So... Uh, they have this owl theory. I believe it was like his defense attorneys that were like, oh, she got attacked by an owl because there's also, allegedly they found like a feather in her hair or in her fingernail, like a small mm. feather, tiny one. Like, like an maybe owl from feather. down. But from or from couch. down, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Who knows? I don't know. Did they genetically I think they, test it ever? I, I think they might have, but I okay. haven't gotten to it in the episode okay. or in the show again, so I don't have that off the okay. top of my head. I mean, I would like to say that that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. And so but an there owl, was something what, like, I watched in the window and attacked you. No, they were outside. They were both outside yeah. before this happened. Yeah. And that's why he says he didn't hear her fall is cuz yeah. he was outside at the yeah. pool. And and he stayed out there for And a he few stayed hours. out there and he didn't hear her and they even you probably saw the part where they uh, reenacted the screaming. Yeah. And, and they where they like yeah, them. they couldn't yeah. really hear anything at the pool. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was that's his alibi essentially, mm. and so the theory is that on her way in, she got attacked by an owl. But then why would you go inside? To escape the owl. But I, it's already on you. I mean, it's on you. I don't know about owl attacks. Well, they try life. to say <laughs> that owls have swooped down and clawed things. So I don't I know that they have because my dad actually per se, but maybe I don't know. I don't remember. I gotta get there. Well, so my dad has a farm, and he actually specifically keeps a resident owl at one of his farms to take care of the rodents. Mm-hmm. It's easier than, like, putting traps and stuff. He just, he has an owl hut. Yeah. He has an owl hut. It lives in the corner of his barn. It is, and every once in a while, you're in the barn, and all of a sudden, just, <gasps> it is so loud, and you're like, oh, my God, and you look up, and there's just this, like, eight foot wingspan owl flying down at you and it is one of the most majestic scary things I've ever witnessed in my life the owl actually freaks me out I love nature and like I really appreciate that my dad does something like that on his farm Mm -hmm. for um preservation but he's reasonable like that he like had lets honeybees live there just my dad is reason he knows what's good actually good and like what is actually bad for the earth yeah um, but yeah, no, the owls are scary, and so what do I think they could potentially like swipe down? Like, what if she had a hairpin in her hair? Maybe I saw like a shiny reflect. I'm, I'm not defending it. I told over the course of this, I too have decided he did it. 
yeah. actually. Well, see, the thing about the owl theory is it's crazy, but there was something that I watched. I can't remember which one now, but that almost had me convinced. And it's just oh, really? one of those great. Well, I'm not. It's too crazy. No, I mean, I was but just... They're scary. I couldn't see that happening. He to- He's too guilty for me to actually believe that theory happened. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, on character alone, I just think he's guilty. And coincidence. I'm sorry. Lightning does not strike the same place twice. Mm-hmm. I don't There's even... something don't weird about the that. first one. All I knew was their previous relationship. So... Those kids. Him and his kids were weird. Besides the staircase, I know, like, we were excited to bring on true crime, so we just wanted to touch on other big-hitting true crime stories. Just a little... Things that... Chit-chat. A couple things that have been in, um, you know, the news and stuff. There's been TV shows about it, like, we're talking about OJ, because it was just recently, like, the 20th anniversary, so all these OJ Maybe a couple years ago. (laughs) No, it was. Well, but it was we watched all of them when they yeah. came out. Like, yeah. Like, all of them. I Everyone's did. over OJ now. Yeah, I'm over it now. So we're not going to get into it too in depth. But we did want to kind of, like, talk about how when we were kids and how yeah. this whole OJ thing was really prevalent in our lives, even as tiny children. Like, I was five or six. Mm-hmm. I was eight. I remember I was in third grade. Yeah, I was in first. And I remember watching the Bronco Chase live with my mom in the living room. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't really know, know what's going on, but we're watching it, and we're involved. Mm-hmm. And I remember that my teacher bringing it up in our classroom and asking us all who, you know, who thinks he's guilty, who thinks he's innocent, and, you know, it's kind of weird to think about, like, why were we talking about that in first grade? Mm-hmm. But it was such a big deal. Like, it was a huge, huge, huge deal. So with that 20th anniversary, that's where everything was, like... It felt brand new, even though you grew up and you, like, have these memories. Like, I was telling Lindsay, I think these are my first childhood memories, Mm. these, this, and and the next topic we're going to touch on, but, like, yeah. Yeah. No, I totally, um, I agree with you. The OJ was, like, one of the first things I actually remember. like a few memories of OJ but a funny one because I was only eight we were having like a picnic at my house and one of my aunts asked my grandma um about OJ and my grandma responded that it was on sale at the grocery store and everyone was just like <laughs> shocked about and I wasn't I thought she was right yeah, you know yeah. and like because orange juice right yeah and um, and everyone was just shocked that my grandma didn't even really know what was going on. Um, but my, I, we want, we talked about this a little bit earlier because it's interesting. I was on, so I was in third grade and I grew up on the East Coast, um, in Connecticut specifically. And I remember watching the OJ verdict. They took our entire grade and like our entire grade stayed in a room with all the teachers watching the OJ verdict on TV. Um, And then we just kind of like stayed in there for the rest of the afternoon. And then just like the last year, I was talking to my mom about this because like I said, I have this, I have that memory. I was talking to my mom about it and my mom said that they were really worried about riots and she was actually working in a hospital at the time and they had separated people in the hospital and locked groups in separate rooms because they were legitimately worried about riots in the town we lived in with the verdict and especially like either way right Mm -hmm. they just like weren't really sure what was going to happen because we were talking about it like it was the prime LA race or LA riots Mm -hmm. and um all sorts of discrimination going on in our society right then and so OJ kind of became this huge thing for people to stand behind for whatever you believed in but after all that I have to say OJ totally did it and I'm so glad that he ended up going to jail for a fucking theft of his own shit in Vegas. Yeah, but he's getting out or he's, he's out. already out. He's already yeah. out. So oh, yeah, I remember when he's already out. Mm-hmm. 
whatever. And he's like a crackhead now, so I don't know if he really is, but, um, like, just looking at him, he doesn't look super awesome. But he's old. I didn't, like, I just realized when I watched that documentary that, like, um, his football career ended in, like, the 70s. He was playing football in, like, the 60s and 70s, and I guess I always assumed it was 70s and 80s. But he was, like, well into his acting thing By in the, the 80s. 80s. Yeah. 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 Yeah, see, and all of that was all that was stuff that I didn't know. I didn't even mm. know who O.J. was until the Bronco. Mm. You know, I was just a little kid. And I'm, you know, my parents weren't huge sports people or anything like that. So it's not, he wasn't even playing football anymore. You know, so I don't even know anything about O.J. until 20 years later when they had all these specials and I got to see... Mm-hmm. See the whole Actually, story, the big picture. It was, it was like brand new. Mm-hmm. But I'm over it now. Yeah, there was so much OJ. Sa- around around the same time, then we have Jomini Ramsey. Yep, around the same time we have Jomini Ramsey. And you know that one was also groundbreaking and like a childhood memory of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me too. I remember. I, I remember my grandma watching Nancy Grace. During there's a couple of things when Princess Diana died, we had twenty four hour news on my TV, mm-hmm. just her funeral and the investigation and everything. John Benet Ramsey. We didn't. I didn't watch a lot of TV as a child. I actually a lot of the cases that we were talking about, I am just not privy to because I didn't watch a lot of TV as a child. And um, the. We had the TV on for this entire thing. Like, I think even years afterwards, Nancy Grace was still talking about it. I think she was still talking about it, like, five, six years later. Probably. On a serious note. Probably. She probably still talks about it. She probably still talks Every about year. it. Do you know, they just gave her her own TV show. God, I hate talking to her because she's such a terrible, terrible person. Nancy Grace? Talking about her. Yeah. Boo. We don't have to talk about her. Let's just no. talk about Jomini Ramsey yeah. for a second. Yeah. She... There was... She was a child who... She was a child who, who was, was murdered killed. in her home. Yeah. There was that really fake ransom note. Yep, there's a fake... Which they know for a fact the mom... Well, a I handwriting mean, expert has, mom wrote it. Yes. And they found the rest of the pad in the house. And the pen. <laughs> and the pen, yeah. And, like, the, the, no one who broke in wrote that in the house mm-hmm. and left that there. Mm-hmm. And, um, Linz, I think we've talked about this before, but my theory, and I think you're kind of on board, but I'll tell you my whole theory, my whole th- that the brother, they got home from wherever they were that night, the brother and her went, went to bed, or one of them was downstairs, I think that Burke came downstairs and ate that bowl of pineapple and milk or whatever, but John Bonet had come downstairs and wanted some or took some and he hit her with that flashlight they found on the counter with no explanation the flashlight that fits in the skull mm-hmm. like the skull fragment or whatever on the, mm-hmm. the indent I think he didn't do it on purpose he's a little boy he's just like oh my little sister's being annoying get off my food and yeah. he, like smacked her with it to get her out of there and hit her too hard and something happened went wrong Mm-hmm. They put him up in his room because they left him in his room like all night and all day, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. While they had everyone and their mother in the house. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that they, you know, they needed to uphold their image and they just lost one daughter and what was going to happen to him if mm-hmm. they admitted that he had anything to do with it. So she quickly had to write that letter, and he quickly had to cover it up, mm-hmm. and I think, I think that's what happened. Like, it's the only explanation. It's really the only explanation. I completely agree with you. I think, like, everything that you said. I have no amendments. I think that's exactly what happened. Even the thoughts as to why the parents would have covered it up. Right? Yeah. That's the only way they would have... I don't think either one of them did that. I don't think either one of them did it because if either one of them did it, the other one wouldn't have stuck around and the other one wouldn't have... You know, if if he would have done it, the husband would have done it, then Patsy wouldn't have stuck by his side. Mm -hmm. That was her 
prized possession. Mm-hmm. Why would she stick by his side? Mm-hmm. You know, why was she so drugged up after that? Like, mm-hmm. why was she? Why were they so against talking to the police? Like, if someone really did come and do that to your daughter, you would not be against working with the police. Mm-hmm. You would not be going to the media first. She would be going. Maybe to both. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be at both all the time. If you weren't with the police, you were with the... Like, mm-hmm. I can only imagine. I am a mom now. So, knowing or imagining what it would be like to lose my daughter and someone knowing someone did that. I would be crazy until I found out who did it. Mm-hmm. You know? The fact that they weren't on top of it trying to help. Well, I really, like, Patty died. Patsy. Patsy. Yeah, she did. Um, and, and he's I only getting older. That, yeah, I actually would have thought that. I feel like her passing really, I never really thought about it. Honestly, I always thought the mom did it. Because whoever on Star Magazine or Inquirer or whatever, like, at the grocery store, because I was little and that was all I saw. Yeah, it, yeah, right? yeah. And, like, they always made and it seem like it was the mom. And the handwriting analysis matched yeah. hers. And Which, but then she covered it up. Now I'm like, it was totally the brother. Yeah. It was totally the brother. Yeah. So, once again, not malicious. He, but apparently he's, like, a little bit crazy uh, He seems crazy. Did you watch, so around the same time, there was that Dr. Phil interview with him. Oh, jeez. He's, like, pretty much laughing off the whole interview. He's, like, and... How else would you act if you were a little boy that murdered your sister on accident and your parents covered it up even to this day? Mm. Like, how else would you act? Mm. You would act like a little laughing narcissistic boy because you're still, you're traumatized Mm. from that time already. So you obviously, like, I don't know, your emotions are off. You know, your empathy totally. is off. It's not really there. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's true. I didn't actually see that Dr. Phil interview. Oh, if you could even Google it or hear. YouTube it or something, like clips of it or something, like it's weird. Well, I, he went on this rampage after that A&E show. He's like suing them for defamation. Yeah, not surprised. But see, that's a, so what like, a spoiled little... It is, and so that's why... Murder his like, brother, his family field. covered it up for him. That's, of course, mm. what he would do, try and make money out of it, too. Mm-hmm. Go even further with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, yeah. That's all. Her brother did it. What's his name? Burke. We shouldn't make those claims, or we will be sued, too. So, We're this is all opinion. Yeah. We this has to be nothing but opinion. Yeah. But my opinion is strong. And I never think I'm wrong. <laughs> I know. Well, and we were even talking with all these shows because how, even like, I just admitted I always thought the mom did it until recently. Um, but how, by only getting information from certain ways, excuse your opinions on things. Like... Well, even, like, the documentary that we're specifically talking about, like, he sued them for defamation because at a certain point, it, there was, like, a whole episode putting together the case that, like, he did it. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like there was an episode putting together a case where the dad did it, and there was also an episode putting the case where, like, the mom did it, and then, like, Sam, the weird Santa Claus guy or whatever. Oh, yeah. So, like, they talked about all these people doing it, and then, mm-hmm. like, settled on him. Mm-hmm. And so it could also. It's the not only be one true. that makes the most sense, really. It does, but, it, but it's the it only one that like helps from that all show. Like maybe another true. show would show us different things, and we would put pieces together. There was in a one other way. little detail in that show. I think the pineapple show. really makes solidifies it for me. Oh, sh- he broke her arm. Was the other thing that solidified it for me. Do you remember that? He broke her arm when she was like three, oh, yeah. and they ended up with, he had like a big temper issue. Zing. I do remember that. And you're right. Another thing. Mm. Well, so there's this little tiny detail in that documentary that I'd like to add that always proves to me that there was never an intruder. Mm. Because they claim the intruder went out that window in the basement, right? Mm. But the, the that show did a complete, like, 
remodel of the house. They rebuilt the house oh, based mm -hmm. off of all of the crime scene photos. They've rebuilt it to a T. Okay. Like, all the same stuff was in the house, all the windows, the cobwebs in the window. There was mm. cobwebs in the window where the window was open, and they did a demonstration where they climbed out the window. Like, this woman, the woman reporter, climbed out the window, and she's like, even I can't climb out this window without getting these cobwebs. You know, mm. why would those still be there if someone had come in that way? Mm -hmm. If they'd come in and gone out that way, those cobwebs would not have been there. Mm -hmm. Not in that amount of time. Those are crime scene photos. Yeah, totally. That's, like, That's such a little detail that really, really, like, settles it for me, though. Yeah. No, I don't even remember that, but that is, like, a nail in the coffin. Yeah. So, um... I'd also like to add that even though that is all my opinion, this is a case that's never going to be solved. There yeah. never there will never be there'll never be like a conclusion. That can be mm. a perfect theory right there that I have and maybe completely accurate. Maybe all the evidence is there, but it's not gonna ever go anywhere. Mm. We'll never know for sure. No, yeah, nobody has the will. To, I think that's why it always comes anymore. back around to me. It's like haunting. It's just one of those cases that's somewhat haunting in a way. Like, we'll ne just, just never know for sure. I'm glad that mm -hmm. I kind of think I know now because I used to think that I was just going to go on forever just not me even too. having a clue. Well, it's, I thought the mom was going to, like, admit something on her deathbed. I, like, I that's wish. what I was waiting for. Maybe the dad. Then she, yeah. <laughs> well, the, that's what. Probably not. That was when I was like, I don't think she did it. She didn't. Yeah. Because she seemed pretty tore up over the years about losing her daughter, right? Yeah, I mean, she so, died like, from cancer. I again. feel like she would like try to repent or something. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm on my deathbed, just like put this to rest. I, yeah, I killed her. But that never happened. So that's why I think the mom didn't do it. She seemed like the kind of lady that would do that. Yeah, I don't think she did it. But she drugged herself up because she couldn't take the fact that her son did it. Yeah. Totally, Xanax for the rest of your life. Yeah. So, enough JonBenet. That one gets played out, too. Yeah. But heavy hitters, yay. Amanda Knox. Yeah. That's the other one we want to touch on. This is the one yeah. that you're less less versed in, so yeah, I'm I was going to kind of uh, go over it with you, mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. I sound like a teacher. But this know. is the one that I'm going to watch this movie, and then we're going to revisit it next week. Is what we're doing with this. But I want to hear about it. Okay. So Amanda Knox, she... I don't remember the years of any of this taking place, so I'm not going to quote anything by year. But... Um, From what I googled, 2007-2008-ish. Okay. That sounds about right. Okay. So I... So at that time... Meredith Kircher, it was her roommate from the UK. They were both studying in Italy abroad. And Amanda Knox is from Seattle. She went to... Uh, so that is probably why you know more about this than I do. Because I didn't live here then. Um, Might not have been a big deal. But, like, do you remember... I mean, it was a huge <laughs> deal because it was this big deal with the Italian yeah, the courts. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, the internationalism <clears throat> of it. But I could see how definitely, yeah, we probably did get okay. some more of it than you. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know because I wasn't anywhere else mm -hmm. but here. But, yeah, oh, totally. so she did. She went to Washington University or, I don't know, one of those. I'm prob probably not even quoting the right one. But uh, the one with the Huskies. University of Washington. Yeah. Okay. U-dubs. Yeah, purple and gold. I think that's the one. Anywho, so she was in Italy. She met an Italian boyfriend. She had a roommate from the U.K., Meredith, and... Uh, Amanda Knox started spending it all was, her time with her boyfriend. It was boyfriend. an exchange program, right? What do you mean? This whole, they're like in an exchange program through college. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Okay. And, but they just had roommates. They didn't like live with families. Yeah, yeah. So. They just like lived, they were, well that was what I read. It was like some uni foreign university in yeah. Italy or something. So then, uh, Meredith was murdered and they tried to pin it on Amanda Knox and her boyfriend Raphael because of the way that they were acting 
after the murder, they said that their, you know, their character was off. Like, she's doing cartwheels in the police station and stuff like that. And whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so, I mean, and this just got blown up. And this is when MySpace was just becoming more of a thing. So she had a MySpace that they were just tearing apart all of her pictures and everything that she posted about herself. Like, that's why they call her Foxy Noxy. That was her, uh, MySpace name or mm. whatever. And so it just was a time when everything was public. And mm. it was just becoming just the, the new thing. Mm. So they convicted her. Well, before that, we should say, they do convict this Rudy Gaudet. They find mm -hmm. his DNA and track him down. And he's like, I don't remember if he's like a drug dealer or if he's just like, I don't know, some like not very good character in town. He's from town. He's not, you know. Yeah. They, they said that he was friends with her downstairs neighbors but he had been arrested for various things he had a yeah. record he yeah. had a record they knew who he this I guy was i think they found his fingerprints or mm -hmm. something they found something that put him in the house yeah D some kind of dna or fingerprints i can't remember but um and then they tried to tie amanda knox and Raphael still to rudy gaudet though that, like, they let him in and it was, like, some sex act or something that went wrong. Oh, yeah. That was, so that was that mention. And that's where all of her, like, social media stuff came into play. Because, I mean, she wasn't really that risque or anything. But every little thing that she had maybe had said or posted that might have been taken that way, they blew out mm -hmm. of proportion, of course. Mm -hmm. So, where this... She does get convicted in Italy, and, you know, there's nothing she can do because she's at the hands of the Italian courts. And I don't remember how long she was in prison over there, but I feel like it was quite some time. I think it was only because it was all that I remember because I'm, like, numbers autistic. I think it was about five years okay. that she spent in jail long in time Italy. for yeah, something for that you didn't, didn't do. do. Yeah. And, and I will preface this, too, by saying I actually thought she did do it. I thought she did do it. I thought she did do it forever. I thought when it was happening, I thought she was guilty. I thought, you know, uh, I just always thought she did it. So, I'm not going to give away too much because I know you're going to watch this documentary, but I will tell you how I don't think she did it anymore. And this documentary that you're going to watch on Netflix is what pretty much changed my mind because she's out now. She's back in Seattle. Mm -hmm. uh, they she wrote do, a book. She wrote a book. She's an author now. They, when you Google her, author comes up, yep. actually. Uh, they do out. want her back in Italy. They do still want to convict her, even though they've already convicted the other guy. Mm -hmm. um, she's trying just for publicity. not to, though. you know. She's just like, I'm not going back there. They have to come get me. Um, but yeah, it's a really good documentary, and I mean, I guess it goes to what we were talking about earlier, though, like, they can kind of convince you of anything. Mm-hmm. Any documentary can do that, really, if they're mm -hmm. doing it well. Or even, like, the news in general, right? But, like, you were convinced by the news that she did it. You didn't even right, watch a right. documentary, right? No, but well, and, but then I started the to think... afterwards exactly. and, like, upon reflection. And I start mm -hmm. thinking also about, like, that's so true. Like, they did take advantage of the way social media was starting to advance and using that against her in so many ways. And, like, I was really thinking about the bigger picture of... They're just roommates. Mm -hmm. They weren't even necessarily friends. friends. Yeah. So why does she have to act a certain way? Like, sure, yeah. that's probably really upsetting, but she, like, she's having this, like, weak fling with this Italian guy, and she just comes home from spending the night with him, and her roommate's been murdered. Like, how do you expect her to act? She's probably not going to be crying Necess yeah. Not necessarily. Yeah, no, she's probably in somewhat shock, and she's probably yeah. just like, oh, I have my boyfriend here with me. Hug me, kiss me. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, mm -hmm. this is the only comfort that I have right now mm -hmm. in, a, in, a in a foreign country. country. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that all started to sink in with me, too, and then I, that's where I was starting to question, like, they made it all about that. 
Mm-hmm. The fact that she was acting that way made her very guilty seeming. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you could look at it like that if her and Meredith were like BFFs. If we had like proof that they've known each other a long time or that they were really super close ever since they started living together or something, you know. But mm-hmm. I don't know. There just wasn't a lot of evidence to show that they were or mm-hmm. not, I guess. I don't really know. I just remember... There was a good documentary. You'll watch it, and then we can talk about wow. it more. Mm-hmm. I guess I shouldn't have even really gone in that deep, but... It's okay. It's worth the watch. Good. You'll get the whole story, too. I think they still, like, pretty much tell the whole story, and then... Good. That's what I like about so many of these things, because, like, you don't really... We were... Well, not really with Amanda Knox, but, like, these other ones, we were so young, we didn't necessarily, like, remember, and so now it's like, so that's what they were mm-hmm. talking about. All yep. that time. So it's actually really fun to watch those kind of things in retrospect. Yeah. That was, we just watched, we're watching this, like, I think it's called Untold Stories of the 90s, but it's on Annie, and it's just these two-hour-long segments, and they did, they're organizing things kind of funny and strange. They... It did like the Rodney King video was qualified as like the first viral video um and you it said the first viral video and then you watched for 20 minutes about Rodney King and it was just like very interesting how they posed these things mm-hmm. from the 90s and like it was like how the Berlin Wall accidentally how how the fall of communism accidentally happened and it's all about how like somebody misspoke a sentence which caused the collapse of the Berlin Wall and then ultimately down the road communism took a tank Hmm. and so it's just really interesting how they viewed that but I was really young. I was too young for those things. I think yeah. when, like, the Berlin Wall collapsed, I was, like, three or yeah. something. And, like, my husband remembers them really well. And so he was really into this because he was, like, I remember my mom and I sitting there watching them tear the Berlin Wall down. And, like, so it's pretty interesting to hear those kind of stories, too, yeah. that other people remember these things. Like, where were you when? I love that. Mm-hmm. Also, I have a couple. I have, where were you when LeBron James decided to take his talents to South Beach? I remember exactly where I was. I was actually going camping, and we planned our trip. So LeBron left the Cavs. LeBron's the savior of Cleveland, right? And then a few years ago, he left the Cavs to go play on the Miami Heat. And he had this huge party and huge press conference, and he walks up to the mic. We were driving to the other side of the mountains in Oregon and you don't have reception and so we were literally like planning our drives so that we could hear the announcement yeah. when we got on the other side of the mountain and we pulled into the campsite and then we sat in the car for like five minutes because he was doing his speech and then he said I'm taking my talents to South Beach and then we were pissed for three years until he came back <laughs> is what happened I remember, but that is a very vivid memory I have. That was how traumatizing LeBron leaving for South Beach was. And, oh, 9-11. I remember where I was when 9-11 happened. Yep. That was, I was old enough for that. I was in high school. I remember some girl, I went to boarding school, and we had, like, eight or nine different buildings um, where the classes were. And some girl was, like, running from one building to another, just, and I was like, oh my god, what's wrong? And she was like, a plane just hit the Twin Towers. And I was like, what? And then all of a sudden, like, our entire school came, like, swarming out and trying to go see TVs and find out what was happening. Because, like, I went to boarding school and there were kids in my school whose parents were in the Twin Towers, whose aunts and uncles were in the Twin Towers. Like, we had a whole group of kids from, like, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut. Like, it was a bunch of... It was really, like, it was insanity for that day. I feel like nobody even cared if anybody showed up to class or if all the kids were just standing in the hallway watching TV, right? It well, really, we did that like, at school anyways. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we were all the way over here. Mm-hmm. No, it was really a... The, the plane that landed in Pennsylvania, too, like, 10 miles from one of my best friends in high school's house, like, when that happened, her mom called just, like, 
bawling that there was a fireball in their yard. Like, jeez. Just like, oh my god. It hit really close because I was in I was in Ohio at the time. Yeah. So it was like close enough to impact things. Yeah, I remember I was just getting ready for school. Mm. Oh, yeah, because it happened at 6 a.m. here, probably. Yeah. Jeez. And I, like, didn't know. I was just, like, I never watched TV in the morning. I never turned on the TV or the news at that time Mm. when I got ready. But for some reason that morning I did. Mm -hmm. Which I won't forget that. Mm. It's just, like, a little detail I don't forget. Yeah. So I turned it on, and then I saw it. I saw the second plane hit. Damn. That's what Kenny said. And it's like, you know what? The weirdest thing, because they're like talking about the first plane hit, right? And you're like, what the heck? I'm just a little kid, and I don't really think about the the depth of this, right? Mm -hmm. And then it was like, the second plane hit. Mm. And you're just like watching it like, this isn't just TV, though. This is real life. Mm. But it hardly even registered as real life, watching Mm. it on TV like that. And you're just like, you have to blink and pinch yourself, and you're like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. And then you go to school, and everybody's talking. We didn't even basically school that day either. It was just like talking about it, watching the news. Mm -hmm. Craziness. This. I remember, I I will say this was my annoyance of the of that happening because I don't it sounds really insensitive <laughs> that's all I have to say is it sounds really insensitive but I remember it was the night of the real world was on and that was like my favorite show at the time and they had taken all the shows off it was only it was only Trade Center mm. news only on every channel yeah. and I was like what <laughs> I would have been very angry about that, too. I feel like that always happens. That still happens to me when all the channels go dark for, like, the Grammys or something. And you're like, oh, my God, the Grammys are on, like, 25 channels. What? That I want to watch. That's what happens now. The Grammys are on, like, VH1, MTV, BET, ABC, NBC. It's literally just, like... I'm like basketball. Oh my god! During March Madness, there is just basketball on like ninety percent of channels. I think like I True TV, A and E. Oh my god! <laughs> like travel the channel because there's just like so many basketball games to play. I'm sure not. Too much. Okay. Anyways, so we are gonna we got high, but not high enough to forget that we're gonna review this strain. I loved it. I really liked it. I feel like we both stayed in on this conversation. We had a great conversation. Sometimes it was getting too high. Yeah. I'm kind of high now. I'm like yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it. Yeah. Pretty heavy now. Oh, I liked it, but definitely didn't make me go down. Um, and then the other thing. We're going to do our out thing where we talk about, for a minute... Word association. Yeah. Yeah. Our strain of consciousness. Strain of consciousness. All right. Um, Do you want to pick first, or... Me pick for you? Yeah. Okay. And I'm just telling you a word, right? And then you have to go about it for a minute? Yeah. Um... Sorry, I have to keep time on here, so give me, like, five more seconds. It's totally fine. I'm ready. ready. set, go. Lollipops. Oh, man. So, I'm a really big old person when it comes to lollipops. I love, love, love um, the... Not the blow pops, the Tootsie Pops. Ooh, yeah. Do you remember the Tootsie Pops? And then if you got the wrappers with the star on it, and if you accumulated, man, I wish I still remembered because they still do that, and I still eat Tootsie Pops sometimes. Yeah. How many was it? Like ten or something that you get? Uh, you get like a free bag if you bring them in ten star ones. I didn't discriminate on the color of the Tootsie Pops either. I just don't like orange flavors. Me either, actually. It, like, hurts. Me either. I hate grape. Yeah. Fake grape is, like, some the of the worst. worst shit. And orange, like, hurts my tongue. If, like, oh, something weird, weird happens when I eat orange. It happens in general. I'm not too into, like, orange juice yeah. or anything. I like orange juice, but that's it. Does <laughs> I like orange I like juice with orange. a little bit of vodka or, like, an mimosa or something? Mm-hmm. That's my kind of OG. 
Jay. Or mango and cheetos. Did we just stray from lollipops? Well, it doesn't oh, matter. No, it's a string of consciousness. <laughs> I don't, the minute's up anyways. But it's fine if we stray. It's just talking about stuff for a little Okay. Okay. Your one is... Sharks. Oh my gosh, there's that new one coming out, the Megalodon. Mm-hmm. It looks kind of cool. It I reminds totally me of that. being a little kid when I got traumatized by Jaws, and I'm so glad you told me to talk about sharks because I was a freakish little kid. I watched Jaws when I was way too young, maybe Elliot's age, maybe even younger. I don't know. I can't give you an exact age, but I was too young. Mm-hmm. And uh, like six or eight, somewhere between there. And so I had this really irrational fear at night in bed that Jaws was going to get me. So okay. I slept as close to the wall as possible. Um, I do know I had a fear that Jaws was going to get me in the pool in my backyard. So I mean, it's a it's little bit more reasonable. reasonable because you're in water. Yeah, no. Because I knew that I wasn't in water. I was like, Taylor, you're not in water. But it was just like the idea of the hanging off the edge, Mm -hmm. the edge thing, you know? And then something's coming up to get you. Whether it's straws or not, I think it was just the edge thing Mm -hmm. more so than anything. I mean, I'm still kind of like that. Me too. I pull my feet up. Good thing my bed is so big I can lay on it any way I want Mm -hmm. and not hang off. I flew, I used to jump onto my bed for, um, until I moved out of my last house, where I still have moments where I will, like, jump if I'm, like, watching something scary late at night, and I'll just, like, get kind of close, and I'm, like, two feet away, just, like, hop on the bed. (laughs) All right. This was so, a really good podcast, yeah. Linz. This was a really good podcast. We should I hope you guys are enjoying it. Every time. Oh, we should probably start like talking about our social media oh on my here gosh, too. Because yeah, we've got right a Twitter. The Twitter I'm is the hashtags. So the Twitter is strain o. What what is uh, the Twitter? At strain underscore o underscore c. Okay, and then the Instagram is strain o consciousness. And, and if you go to strainoc.com, which is our website, you can you, link to all yeah. those things. The Instagram works now, right? The Instagram's working been working. There's, okay. I just haven't blasted our our like initial post yet. We're getting there. We'll get okay. it tonight, tomorrow. Yeah. Next 24 hours. Yeah, you should. So This I, will be super live, guys. Yeah. It, I mean, it is. Well, iTunes, so Stitcher hasn't updated yet. On the new, on the new one that I posted with the yeah. revisions, we had to revise one of our episodes. Sorry, episode six and seven are in the reverse order. I don't think you guys will even notice, but it's okay. Yeah, those don't has nothing to do with each other. <laughs> but thanks for listening in, and yeah, hope, you know, give us feedback. Maybe we could do something different, or maybe you love something we're doing, do more of it. Yeah. So ask questions, give us topics to talk about. Yeah, yeah, because we can talk about a lot of stuff. We can talk about a lot. You guys hear us. We talk about stuff. Lots of it. You just have to Google it sometimes, (laughs) but. All right. Good night. Good night.